0: I'm the underdog with the heroic heart. I'm Aaron Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I read and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family. Hey, hey! You're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the Underdog with a heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today, I have a special guest all the way from Peru. Um, how do you, Raph Duran? Is that how you say your name? I don't. Yeah, wanna...
1: that's that's proper.
0: Okay, okay. I I don't I don't like messing people's names up. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Yeah, I'm doing great, man.
0: doing awesome. That's good. So before we get into our conversation, today's episode is brought to you by Christian DeWine, Positive Energy Through Your Clothes. It's my personal brand. You can get t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts. Um, If you use the promo code UNDERDOGTALK, UNDERDOG is spelled U-N-D-E-R-D-A-W-G, TALK, you'll get 15% off. Uh, We have stuff for kids. We have stuff for adults. We have stuff for everyone. So go check out the website and grab something and support the brand. All right. So we're gonna get into today's conversation. And uh we're gonna start off with how how was life growing up?
1: Yeah man, so growing up was uh it was pretty interesting. I, I grew up uh I was living with my mom, my dad, my brother, and um basically, you know, it was everything, everything was like seemed quite normal until um, I was around the age of 12. There was like a really a pivot point in my life where, um, where my dad and my mom pre- pretty much got divorced. And, um, and that really like put me on a really, a, a whole different path uh, because I was, I was kind of like doing my, I, I was pretty good at school. You know, I was doing my, my schoolwork and I was a good student and all that. I had good marks, but when my dad left, I kind of lost this like structure in my life and I lost this desire to do well in school. And that's when really I, I, I started, you know, looking for, um, what I really wanted, which was, I really just wanted to make cash. And that was, that was, that was the the main focus of my life was like starting at that point was like, how can I make money? And I didn't feel like going to school was helping me in that direction. So, um, that's when, when, um, turns t- things uh. Things get things went a bit south too, a little bit to a certain degree, just because I didn't have really a role model and I, I I tried a lot of things, a lot of different things, the good and the bad. And um and yeah, it was it was that that's that was uh the start of my journey on my own in a way.
0: I understand. And I definitely uh understand uh parents divorcing because so my biological father, he passed away when I was four, so My sister's dad is my dad, and him and my mom got divorced, and I remember when he left, and, you know, it's a difference with having a man in the house. Um, Definitely the same thing with my son. Me and his mom got divorced, so his behavior changed. Uh, He's a lot younger than 12, but um, his behavior changed, and you can tell those things. One thing I like what you said was you lost structure with your dad leaving, and that's uh, very important for dads to hear and for people to hear that you give structure to your children because you have structure. So they're going to follow your lead and whatever you're doing. But when you're not there, like you said, you were looking for stuff all over the place, good, bad. You were trying everything else. And you said you was, you was trying to get to the bag. So when you were 12 years old, um, how were you making money at 12? How did you like start? Because I, I definitely didn't like school either. So I understand that, but how was you making money? How was you making your money at that age?
1: Yeah, so at that age, pretty much, um, you don't have too much option. You know, I had a part time job. I got, I got, my first job was at like a grocery store, but uh, you know, it's interesting because like I'm, I'm on the generation of like people that had access to obviously the internet, and so we see all of these other kids like having like such big success, so we don't really appreciate. Uh, the little, like, even if it's good money for a child, to be honest, like making 10, 15 bucks an hour, like I don't have, I don't have any expenses. My mom was paying rent and food, but because we see the other kids out there making like, you know, there's, there's these outliers, you know, having all these nice things we don't really appreciate. So I didn't really appreciate having this little money. I wanted to, I don't want to make more. And, um, and that's when I got into the bad stuff um you know I I I I committed some crime when I was younger like stealing and and uh, selling weed and doing all that stupid stuff but um thankfully uh I never was uh I was arrested once but I I never went to the police like I never had to go to the police station because like the police officer was good enough to let us go and um and, and basically like I just got blessed along the way. Cause I, I did some stupid things in my life, but never had to to pay for them in terms of like having a criminal record or anything. Um, but that was a constant battle because, um, like imagine this, like I didn't go to school. I didn't even de- did my homework, I didn't go into any school after high school. Pretty much I quit six months after. So uh, the struggle of my life was really like, how do I make money? And I wanted to make it legally, but when you don't have a degree, you don't have like a, something tangible, like the only work that I could get was like in construction, restaurants, driving Uber, driving skip the dishes, working in grocery stores, like it was all the basic jobs. So like, it was really a struggle until like last year where I really had a, a breakthrough. Uh, but but it was just a struggle of me working around the clock trying to make money legally because I didn't I, like my mom put put in my head that I should do that. And it was a, a great thing. Like I, I I have these certain set of values And my subconscious deeply anchored that I don't want to be going into the pretty much the dark side and doing, doing the bad stuff. But it's a challenge because like, you're trying to make money, you're, you're working around the clock, but it doesn't really pay off because all these basic jobs don't like, you can't work around the clock as an Uber driver. You're never going to get rich, you know?
0: Definitely understand. So I definitely understand the, the, The part-time job is, you know, a young person. I had – I used to clean up, like, beach houses when I was, like, 14. And then the stealing and all that stuff, I definitely was a part of that. Um, I just remember my mom telling me, you better never go to jail for stealing. So I never went to jail for stealing. Not to say stealing is good, but definitely, like, when you don't have – when you don't go to jail necessarily, your karma comes back in other ways and like sometimes you realize man this karma was from 10 years ago when I was doing stupid stuff and you know it just backfires on you so anytime you're doing something if you're a young person listening just understand whatever karma you're giving out is the karma going to give back to you and it's going to come back around in a different form than the way you gave it out but it's going to come back in the same energy that you gave out um And you said no degree. I know how that is. You have no degree supposed to go out here and get a job. They don't want to pay you nothing. Like it's like, okay, why am I working for these people? So when it sounded like you went through a lot of different jobs and when did it like the light bulb come on in your head? Like, hey, I can do something else um, for myself and make more money off of doing that than um, working these jobs.
1: Yeah, so that was like on the back of my mind since I was like early 20s. Like after when I was like 21 at that point, I was an Uber driver. And so um, this was like my freedom in a way because finally I didn't have to work for somebody. Like as an Uber driver, I was making my own time. I was a hustler, like I want to make money. So like if I wanted to make some bank real quick, I could work 15 hour days for a week straight, make 1500, 2K uh, on some really good weeks. So I mean that was really good until it, like you reach a point where you're like okay I'm 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 making okay money but there's no next level like that that that's that's when I was I was um getting starting to get frustrated because um you know I was still I was still a slave to my Uber like I was I had to work uh, many long hours if I wanted to to have good paychecks and on top of that um Uber like over time was, is actually a job that was going down because like more people in my area, the, the, the people around uh, started to hearing about the good money it was. So like the, the demand got like, you know, there was more drivers. And when there was more drivers that heard about this, then because there was more driver on the road, you make less money. So having this, this experience of like my wage going down and like working more to make less just started to make me think like, okay, I need to figure something out. But, um, it was, it was hard because like, I, I tried all these different online courses and I really didn't have success. So like I, I failed, well, failed, I think it all led me to where I am, but like, I, I struggled to, to figure my way for like another, another four years where I was trying all these different, uh, business models, you know, trying to figure out my way. Um, but, um, when it really, really started coming together and when I found like, something that, that really led me on a career path that now I'm, I'm on that is, um, that is allowing me to, to live uh, really, really well, to be honest, and, and, and is just allowing me to grow is the, the moment I started, uh, I took this job as a door-to-door salesman. And um, that was a turning point. And I did that last summer, actually, about a year and a month ago.
0: That's funny that you say that because <clears throat> the, not the person, I think it was like two people ago, they told me they were um, a door salesman. And I used to be a door salesman. I used to sell Kirby vacuums. So um, I definitely know how that is. I think if you can be a door salesman and go to a stranger's house and be successful, Like, you can probably do anything because that's very difficult to do. (laughs) And selling Kirby vac, So um, I did it in Bloomington, Indiana. So Bloomington, Indiana is a college town, and it's mainly Caucasians. And so it's kind of like you got some black guys coming to your door, knocking on your door, selling vacuums. You don't get too many uh, yeses. So I learned a lot about um, hearing no from um, doing that job. So uh, one thing you said was it was no next level. And I think sometimes people have a job and they just work the job and they work the job and there's no next level to the job. There's no promotion. There's no raise. You just work the job and you just barely make it. Or, you you know, you're okay, You can pay your bills, but there's no next level. And when you have no next level, it's, you know, you can't grow. Because even when you get to whatever your dreams are, you're going to have to grow again. You have to grow at each level that you get to. So I I definitely uh, like how you was like, man, I'm not going, you know, not getting to the next level. Uh, I need to figure something out. And it's always – it starts at a certain point. It doesn't just happen, you know, overnight. Like you said, it started in your – when you were early 20s. How old are you now? I'm
1: 26 and about to turn 27 in uh, two weeks
0: okay happy early birthday so right. you're still young- you're still young so when you did the door the door salesman uh how did you said it changed things for you how did it change things for you
1: yeah so um basically i was uh like there was a turning point like a few a few um Few years, I think it's a year before that. I I like I, I hit rock bottom. Like I hit really, really rock bottom. Like the 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 lowest of the lows. Wanted to commit suicide. Checked into an hospital. Got put on medication to for a few days to to calm me down. Cause like I really was uh, in distress because I tr- I felt like I tried everything and uh, nothing worked out. Uh, worked myself to the bone. You know, like morning till still the, the moment i wake up to the moment i go to bed and i couldn't figure it out so it was really frustrating but uh but i i, I you know i stood up i went back to work i uh, got myself a job in construction i, I built myself a little bit i, I started, built a little bit of bank i started a moving company with my buddy but uh what i realized is that like it was really expensive where i was living in in uh, in Vancouver and so it was it was still a grind like working a lot of hours doing the moving and then doing I was doing delivery driving and anyways it was just it was just a uh, uh, it was just not it didn't look like it was going to be sustainable or I wasn't growing the way I wanted so I saw this job I saw this ad on Craigslist about you know the opportunity to sell door-to-door and I, I had tried sales before like in a car sales dealership with no success um, but I don't know, something was calling me because telling me that like I could do it. You know, there's no reason why I couldn't do this. Um, and uh and I, I took my shot. They said, you know what, let's do it. Um, it was really, really in- intense and a very uh very very transformative experience because in Canada the way it works, like they take you around the country. So you're basically you're going for a whole summer for six months. Uh, and you're going from city to city and they, they, they pay, well, you pay a preferred rate to stay at different hotels, but the the income potential is really big because anytime you make a sale, you make 450 bucks. And so the goal was to make, uh, you know, like a sale a day. I, I didn't really make that over the summer, but I probably made about an average of four or, four or five sales a week. So it was still really good money. And, um, and also, like you mentioned earlier, like the lessons that you learn from going door to door is so profound, like learning to talk to strangers, learning to hear, no, get, re- uh, really, uh, having re understanding that rejection is nothing to do with you, but it's just, they are rejecting your offer. So you can, you can pretty much become, um, you become like, uh, someone that doesn't care anymore and and that's very powerful because right now you know just like you're doing uh you're starting your brand you're starting your podcast i'm doing my own thing too i'm starting my own course and like of course there's not going to be people uh from day one that are going to support you or there's going to be very few but like because we went through this experience door to door we understand like it's just a matter of time that 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 we get our sale so Um, I I feel like it it kind of like gives you a new, a new power to, to, um, to go through that experience.
0: Definitely. Definitely does. And that, uh, that $400, uh, a sale definitely sounds good. It's like, okay, I need to make this sale. So, um, you, you're doing that. You said you made, you know, a couple sales, at least four or five a week. And what happens next? Are you still doing the salesman? are you yeah. did you move what was that transformation um, point after that
1: yeah so right after that like I knew I didn't want to do this anymore because I like I, I was selling a product I didn't believe in so that was the thing like I didn't believe in the product I was selling which was alarms system I didn't believe that like everybody really needed that so it was hard for me to sell it because I was the type of guy that doesn't like to, I I don't, I I stand by my values. Like I'm not going to try to sell you something if I believe it, you don't need it. So I was literally like, I was literally knocking doors until we get, um, I'm sure you heard of that expression before, like the, the low hanging fruits or like the, the, you know, the yes man, you know, like I was literally just knocking doors until I get the person that was like, want wanted the product. So I wasn't I wasn't really, um, you know, doing all the convincing and all that, that could allow me to get more sales, but that's just because my conviction wasn't there. So long story short, I knew I was like, okay, I don't want to sell this product anymore, but I freaking love sales. I love the fact that I'm in more in control of my income in that and doing that. But the thing that was missing was the, the ability to be anywhere in the world. So, um, that's when I was, I, I knew about, you know, high ticket sales. I heard about it before I tried to get into it before uh, a few years back, but it didn't work out. But at that point I felt confident. I was like, okay, I just went through this experience of going door to door, knocking on 50 doors a day to get one sale. You know, I know, I know, uh, way more about sales than I used to before. So I said, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot again. I had a little bit of money saved really like tiny bit. Uh, I didn't have enough to start this course that I found online. But you know, I just went for it anyways. I I took a high high uh, interest loan, to um, the reason. By the way, I didn't have cash is because like I spent it on like a computer. I bought a brand new phone. Like I, it's not like I, I was suffering, but it's just like I spent my money and I I didn't think that at the end of the summer I would have um, I would have this expense to start this course. Uh, but anyways, I I started the course. I, I did. I I would. I just went for it. Like. I went through the modules, I I practiced, I, I just went all in with this uh, for a month straight. And then um, I got placed with an offer. And now it's been seven months that I had the blessing of working, uh, doing sales online. And so I'm doing what's called appointment setting, which is the position before being a high ticket closer. And just now, actually tomorrow, I have my very first sales call. I just got promoted as a junior closer, um, in my company.
0: Congratulations on that. Thank you. No problem. And I, I love what you said. Uh, I don't want people to miss. You said you didn't believe in the product, but the thing was, it didn't stand by your values. Sometimes we do stuff and it doesn't align with our values. It doesn't align with our beliefs and we just do it. And you don't have the same energy as if you were doing something that you had value in or that added value to you or that you believed in or your morals. So that's very important. And you understood like, ah, yeah, I really can't rock with this, but I like sales. And then you say you went back to something that you had did previously. And you was like, skip it. I'm going all in. I'm going to take out a loan. You know, I'm going to just go ahead and do it. And I know I'll get my money back. And a lot of people won't do that. We'll take a loan out to pay something that's not important, but we won't take it out to help us to better our life, to upgrade, to go to the next level. And you said you did it for a month straight and seven months, you know, you've moved up. That's awesome. So what is... um high-ticketing sales. What is that? Can you explain that for us? And like, For language? sure.
1: So right now, like, especially with COVID, we've seen like a huge, huge, huge growth in that industry. Um, basically high-ticket sales is just a term for um, sales that are happening online that are for a, a product that is a value of $4,000 or more. So it could be in so many different industries. So you could be working, for example, for a marketing agency. You could be working for a coaching program that helps people with their marriage. You could be working for a coaching program that helps people build coaching programs. For example, that's what I uh, the, the offer that I'm on right now. Um, and you could be working for uh, a company that teaches people how to set up their Amazon store. So it's just, just to show you, there's so many different uh, offers out there online. But it's just that when the product is of a ticket, of high ticket, of a value of $4,000 or more, people uh, will usually not just buy by going online and checking your website. They need to communicate with a human. And so um, high ticket sales is really just the position of being a consultant and um, communicating with prospects that are interested in your service and and then, you know, wrapping up the deal and, and closing closing the sale. So um, that, that's what it is.
0: Mm. I love it. I love it. Who said it can't be less than four, four thousand. And so, um, <clears throat> what is your goal with doing this? Where, where do you see yourself in? Um, you, uh, you ebook, correct?
1: Yeah. So basically, uh, um, for me, like it's really changed my life, you know, like, uh, Getting into this field has been such a blessing. Like I, I'm huge on faith. I believe that uh, you know it doesn't matter which faith you have, but you know believing in in, in, uh, in a future that does not exist. And so one thing that I did when I, I like I, I'm personally uh, not vaxed for COVID. I, I this is my personal belief. I didn't want to get vaccinated, but um, Canada did not allow travel starting November if you were not vaxed. So I didn't have a job in November back uh, last year. But what I did is that even if I had that loan, I was doing that course. Uh, I didn't have a job yet. I decided to take a one-way ticket to Peru uh, before November. So on October 30th, 30th, I'm taking a plane to Peru. And then uh, I think it's November 4th. I got hired to to do the job that I'm doing now. And um and so doing appointment setting, which is the position before uh, high ticket sales, uh, has really been a blessing for me because being a be, being paid in us dollars, even if I'm paid out my my wage as a, an appointment setter is anywhere from like three thousand to seven thousand on a good month, it's like I'm living like a king in Peru. So um, so for me, like, because I've been through this journey and because I've been through like six years myself of like trying to figure out how to make money online and figuring, figuring my way. Um, and, and I finally did, I want to now serve other people and, 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 and help them get into this space. But I I think that one flaw that there is right now is that, um, the course, for example, that I took was when I bought it was $8,400. And I don't think that everybody is willing to, to go and take a loan for that. So um, I'm coming up with a course that I want to make much more available for everybody. And, um, and that's why I wrote this ebook and I want, I want to help people get in this field um, for, for uh, a price that is reasonable.
0: I love it, man. Uh, The first thing you said, you're huge on faith and that's, that's important. Like you said, you know, everybody's faith is different, but you got to believe in, Believe in something, believe in yourself, believe in the future. Um, And you got to manifest it. You got to say what you're going to do. And I love that you understood. And see, it makes me think, uh, excuse me, it made me think that, like, you know, when people, they start at the entry level and then they become a manager or whatever the case, they get a high title. And they forget that they were at that level and they treat people different or they act a certain way. You're doing the opposite. You remember, all right, hey, this course costs this amount of money. Everybody ain't got that amount of money. Everybody ain't taking the, you know, out a loan for that. So let me be able to still kind of do the same exact course, but make it, you know, more affordable to help people out and to serve people. And that's kudos to you because a lot of people don't do that. Everybody you know a lot of people out there for the bag. They want the money, but you're here to serve and you understand when you serve you know, the bag of return to you. So I love that. Um, Tell a little more, more about the ebook. You don't have to go all into it. Just tell a little bit, a little bit about it and then how people can, um, you know, get the ebook.
1: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the ebook is like, I, I pray I priced it as you name your price. So what that means is that you can, you can get it for free. If you want, you can give me a dollar, you can give me $10, however much you want to put the price on, you can get it um, it's a very short read It's just to share with you about a little bit more about this position, this opportunity, why I think it's such a blessing. And, and uh, I think that like not only not only that, it's, it's a really easy entry level job. Um, reality is that I believe uh, if you follow a proven process, you could you could get uh, the skill set, you could learn how to get started, you could know enough so you can start working in this field. In less than seven days, like it's really not that hard. It's a matter more of having a good work ethic, a good consistency, um, and and you know, like the skill set itself is not that hard. What's hard is going to be on your mental, your mindset, your 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 ability to deal with the waves of sales, of of the ups and downs of you know not having a steady paycheck if you're not used to that. But the rewards are are incredible. Um, even as a setter, like I I'm doing interviews of my different friends in the industry. You can watch on my Instagram, on my YouTube, on my Facebook, you can see like the average wage, like the people make anywhere from, from three, $4,000 a month. And like in the, in the, on the high end, uh, seven, dollars a month, just in that position, um, on the very low end, if you get a job, that's not great. You can start at like 1500, but uh, my friends right now are making anywhere from three to four thousand uh, as well. So um, not only that is that you work yourself, and you're like I mean, you work, you work your if you if you work that position, you 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 do your job properly. Um, you 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 um, you perform because it's a performance job. It's not a per hour job. It's a performance job. Um, you perform well. And then uh, six, uh, pr- a normal progression in that industry is six to 12 months you're, you're being raised as a high-ticket closer. And a high-ticket closer can earn anywhere from 5000 a month on the very low end to upwards of $30,000 a month.
0: That sounds like something that um, people should be interested in because I think sometimes uh, people don't know their purpose. They, you know, money's hard. And it's something that can, you know, open doors for you um, by working with other people, networking, different things of that sort. So, definitely, how can um, people get the ebook?
1: Yeah, I, I have a link. I guess you can put it on your podcast, or um, you know, you can just go find me Uber Dreamer on Instagram, and then you click on my link tree, and you'll have all the links available for my ebook, my course, my YouTube channel. All of that is uh, on my Instagram.
0: I uh, love it. So, um, give people three tips of something that they, they can do right now when it comes to high ticketing sales. How they, you know, what, what three things? I know one thing for sure. Uh, I don't, I don't know if this was going to be your answer, but get the ebook that that's the first thing but like, practical steps maybe you know they don't know what it is haven't you know got into it but it's something that can help them um once they hear the episode
1: yeah okay for sure so yeah getting a job in this field is really a networking game so um that's what i understood is that you want to build a network That's the first thing. And the way to do that is by, you know, connecting with people like me joining groups on Facebook. Um, there's a tons of them out there. Um, that's the first thing I would say. The second thing would be, um, I seen, because I've been to this training, like, and I seen people having success. I seen people not having success. I seen people having success in, in a longer period of time than others. Um, And, and what I think also like one of the, one of the key thing is to have an open mind, you know, because, um, if you don't believe it's possible, you're going to self-sabotage. And that's why I think I, I, I didn't figure it out the first time around. Like I tried to get into high ticket sales two years prior to what I did, uh, when I did last year and, um, and uh, I, I had a bad experience and then I quit. And um, and the reason why is because uh, you know I think it was a lack of faith. So I think I would associate that to faith, having having a belief that like it, you know you it's going to work out for you. You want to you want to make a commitment and then you want to stick to it, even if it doesn't seem to to work out the way you want it to work out. You have to you have to stick stick to the path if you want the the results. So um so yeah, first thing would be yeah. Get a great network. Second thing, if you're gonna commit, commit and have faith that it's gonna work out and don't give up. And then um what could be a third one? Third one would be, yeah, just just knowing that like anything takes time. And so like it's all about consistency. And that's with anything. I think that that is just a general tip uh for success in anything that you want. Like it's just about putting the consistent work and consistently moving forward every day, doing your best. And, and if you, if every day you're doing your best, you're getting a little bit better. And, and it's over time that this stacks up. Like if you do that every day, at some point you'll be an expert, you'll be really good at what you do. So it's just having that mentality of like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to learn, I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to keep going. And, um, and there's just no way it doesn't work out. If you, if you approach it like this.
0: I love it. I love it. I love those three tips. So, um, I always ask guests to give me an underdog quote. It could be a quote that you live by, a quote that you heard, just something that, um, can change someone's perspective on life or, you know, whatever the case may be.
1: hmm I would say it's just something I came up with. I don't know if somebody said it before, but, um, if you never give up, you can never fail.
0: I wish I had the uh, the little mic drop sound because that that is, is, is simple. If you never gave up, you never fail. Um, I love it. Let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you and what do you have um, moving forward.
1: One hundred percent. So yeah, basically, if you're interested on the getting on that path, I would love to assist you. Um, right now is an exciting time because I I so I'm just getting started with my course. Uh, I got two people jobs so far. I literally got started a couple of weeks ago. Um, a third one is doing an interview right now. And so my goal is to get five case studies. So if somebody's serious, I'm, I'm willing to help you out for free if you in, in exchange of a case study at the end, uh, because that's going to obviously allow me to reach more people. So um, yeah, you can definitely reach me on Instagram at uber dreamer. So that's Uber, like the company Uber and then dreamer. And then you can find me, you know, on uh, I'm sure you can drop some links below on my, uh, uh, on of my ebook. You can get that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that that's the, that's the best way to reach me. And then I also have a Facebook group where I'm, I'm, I'm having all my, my friends who are setters, uh, closers in the industry, uh, net, uh, recruiters also, I'm going to add to the group. And I'm going to build uh, a community for for people that want to get started and uh, find work. I uh,
0: love it, man. I love it. Um, I think I'm going to name the episode Uber Dreamer because I think that's catchy. Like, very catchy. Um you can reach me at underdogtalk at gmail.com. if you got any comments. If you want to be a guest, I take positive comments, negative comments. I love feedback. Um, underdog talk podcast at on Facebook and on um Instagram. And thank you again for being on the show, man. I I love uh I love the episode because. You told your story and then you explain what high ticketing sales was and you broke it down and you let people know um, about your ebook and how you can help them out. And I, uh, kudos to you for serving and being able to do a case, you know, it works out for you by doing a case study, but you're actually helping someone out and probably changing their life because of the money that they're going to make. So that's really dope. Uh, again, I appreciate you for being on and it's really dope because you're across the country. So. Um it's just dope to be able to talk to people all over the world. Like we said earlier, networking is, you know, you gotta build your network.
1: Amazing, Eric. I appreciate you having me on the show.
0: No problem. Uh you got any closing words?
1: Any any what? Closing words? Yeah. Believe in yourself, man. It's gonna work out. Uh even, even if it seems like a dark time. I think that I take, I took that from um my my current company I'm working with. Uh, one of my bosses, Dean Devries, uh, keeps saying, you know, if um, it, 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 it's like if if you're going to, um, I'm gonna butcher that, but like imagine a bow, imagine a bow. If you if you the, to to shoot the arrow as far as possible, you got you got to pull on the string. So sometimes going back and going deep is actually just to take to take a step back so you can propel yourself even further.
0: I love it. And on that note, peace, one love.